With SRN News, I'm Rich Thomason in Washington. After approving a $1.2 trillion compromise infrastructure bill, the Senate, in the wee hours of this morning, passed another budget-related bill. This one opens the way for consideration of a $3.5 trillion proposal that the Democrats are calling a human infrastructure bill. would include things like free pre-K and community college, along with various climate change initiatives. Republican Senator Lindsey Graham doesn't like it. This is the worst thought-out idea I've ever seen. They're just throwing every liberal idea and hope it sticks to the wall. And their whole reason for being on the left is in this bill. Nineteen Republicans joined Democrats in approving the $1.2 trillion compromise bill. The subsequent $3.5 trillion budget framework passed 50 to 49 with one Republican absent. That spared Vice President Harris from having to show up to cast a tie-breaking vote. Also at SRNnews.com, the Taliban continuing to roll up territory in Afghanistan. According to the BBC's Sanjay Gupta... Taliban militants have now captured eight provincial capitals in a sweeping offensive across the country, the latest being Faisabad, the capital of the Badakhshan province, which fell earlier on Wednesday. The Taliban launched its offensive across Afghanistan as U.S. and other Western troops started to withdraw from the country. New York Lieutenant Governor Kathy Hochul preparing to take the reins of power after Governor Cuomo announced his resignation. In two weeks, the Western New York Democrat will become New York's first female governor. On Wall Street this morning, stock futures are mixed. Right now, Dow futures are up six points, while the NASDAQ futures are down 60 points. S&P futures, seven points in the red. This is SRN News. Hi, it's Olivia Munn with my shelter pets, Frankie and Chance, reminding you that when you adopt a shelter pet, you discover all the things that make them unique. Adopt pure love at theshelterpetproject.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council, the Humane Society of the United States, and Maddie's Fund. Lawyer, author, host of Life, Liberty, and Levin on Fox News, Mark Levin is here every weekday evening from 6 till 9 p.m. on AM 600 WBOB and FM 101.1. AM 600, 101.1 FM, WBOB News. Good morning, I'm Patrick Johnson. Duval County Public School students and teachers returning to the classroom today. About 4,700 DCPS students have opted out of the mask policy before the first day. That represents 3.7% of the 126,000-plus students who are enrolled for in-person learning. Baptist Health Monday said Wolfson has 21 patients being treated for COVID-19, and of those 21 children, six are said to be in intensive care. Getting vaccinated against COVID-19 will soon no longer be an option for active military members. The plan laid out by the Pentagon Monday, it's endorsed by the president, says members of the military will be required to get a vaccine starting next month. The commander of Naval Hospital Jacksonville says doctors there have long been prepared for the announcement. Adding many people stationed at Naval Air Station Jacksonville have already been vaccinated. That's Jacksonville.radio news. Good morning today. We'll see a mix of sunshine and clouds, hot and humid, and then a chance of thunderstorms by the afternoon. The high today, 91. This evening, a few passing clouds and an overnight low of 76. Right now, it is 75 degrees. 
Here are some of the top stories we're bringing you this morning. On Tuesday, the U.S. Senate passed a $1 trillion infrastructure package. The bill passed by a vote of 69 to 30, with the two Florida U.S. Senators voting no. The Biden administration says they plan on increasing deportations and prosecutions to deter migrants from crossing the U.S. southern border illegally. And a recent study finds medical bills were the largest source of debt in the U.S. from 2009 to 2020. Contact the Ed Dean Radio Show on AM 600 WBOB by calling 831-0600-831-0600 or email ed at wbob.com. AM 600 and 101.1 FM. Man, a lot of news to get to, a lot of breaking news that happened yesterday. Andrew Cuomo resigning and the transportation bill. But does it really mean anything? Because the U.S. House says we ain't even going to pick it up. But we'll talk about this. Got a lot of news to get to. Good morning, everybody. It is coming up on five minutes after 6 a.m. The three fastest hours anywhere in morning talk radio all the way with you to 9 a.m. It is Ed Dean, Roger Henderson right here on talk radio WBOB. On the issue of mask mandates... Fox News' Peter Ducey reports that the White House is looking with federal lawyers if they can intervene in the states like Florida and to force them to go along with a statewide mask mandate. The president is also trying to figure out how to get more people vaccinated. And I understand that to badger those folks is not likely to get them to move and get vaccinated. And has lawyers looking to see if he can intervene in states that don't enforce mask mandates. We're checking that, we, but there are on federal workforce I can't. The feds were reportedly considering withholding funds from Florida. Obviously, we don't want to hurt the people of Florida. Yesterday, the U.S. Senate passed a $1 trillion infrastructure package, both of the two Republican Florida Senators Marco Rubio and Rick Scott voted against the bill. The bill passed with a 69 to 30 vote. Even Senate Minority Leader Mitch McConnell voted in favor of the bill and President Biden thanked them. I want to thank a group of senators, (laughs) Democrats and Republicans, for doing what they told me they would do. The uh, death of this legislation was mildly premature, as reported. That is the president right there congratulating those that helped support the bill. But one of those Republicans that voted against the bill, Republican Senator from Louisiana, John Kennedy, said tax increases, the Green New Deal, and deficit spending was the reason why he voted against it. They told us it was a real infrastructure bill. It's not. Only 23% of the bill is real infrastructure. The rest is Green New Deal and welfare. They told us the bill was paid for. It isn't. We're going to have to borrow maybe up to $400 billion to pay for it. They told us there was no tax increases. There are. Uh, My state's going to have to pay $1.3 billion in new taxes on our petrochemical industry. And later in the half hour, we'll break down what some of those taxes that he is talking about. Border enforcement will be tougher says the Biden administration. The Biden administration is increasing border enforcement in the hopes of deterring migration to the U.S. The move comes amid a 21-year high of migrant arrests, as well as concerns about the rapidly spreading coronavirus Delta variant. 
Authorities are now flying Central American migrants deep into Mexico under a Trump-era public health order known as Title 42. The Biden administration extended Title 42 indefinitely. The efforts are more strict than the Biden administration's original border policy, which previously focused on expanding asylum capacity and getting children out of detention centers. That is from CBS Morning News. Americans are drowning in medical debt, according to a recent study from the Journal of the American Medical Association. $140 billion owed last year, and it just keeps continuing to pile it on. Medical bills, those more than six months overdue, are now the biggest source of personal debt in the United States. A new JAMA study finds medical bills are the largest source of American debt, with a record $140 billion in collections last year, nearly twice the previous estimate. Bills are often higher for people living in a dozen states that chose not to expand eligibility for Medicaid under the Affordable Care Act. Experts say state and federal legislation is needed to fix the debt crisis. That's the latest from CBS News. Andrew Cuomo is resigning. It will take place within the next 14 days, reporter Pete Smith. Governor Andrew Cuomo of New York announces his resignation as he stared down the possibility of impeachment after a damning report into sexual harassment allegations against him. The resignation, according to the governor, will be effective in 14 days. Cuomo said, the best way I can help now is if I step aside. Florida Governor Ron DeSantis says that he has put in a mask mandate through an executive order. And if school districts violate that, their salary could be withheld. The governor doubled down on his commitment to ban mask mandates for kids in schools. His office released a statement saying the State Board of Education could move to withhold the salary of the district superintendent or school board members who violate the law. The law he's referring to is the executive order saying schools can't order kids to wear masks. Parents have the final say. That's from WESH-TV out of Orlando. And for those of you that are complaining about food costs going up because of inflation, well, how do you think the restaurant feels? According to WFXT, Fox affiliate, inflation costs for restaurants to buy the food from the wholesaler, some of it is going up as high as 40% in areas of pork, beef, and chicken. Tyson Foods is warning customers a price increase is coming as they try to keep up with surging demand and costs. Tyson said it's also struggling to keep up with inflation, saying that costs are rising faster. They can raise their prices, believe it or not. They already raised pork prices by nearly 40% for restaurant customers. Beef and chicken prices have also jumped by 12 and 16%. You know, Roger, real quick, you know, for years we, we used to cover this uh, as a reporter. Um, and you would sit back and say, okay, they got to pay two ways, three ways you pass the cost on. Right. You know, you, you start cutting benefits, you start cutting salary or hours, or you increase it on the employees. Now, normally you would you would just cut back the hourly people that were working. Mm-hmm. That ain't happening anymore because of the labor shortage. Now you are going to have to pass the cost on to the consumers. Yeah, no, no choice with that. Plus, you know, the, the employees at a restaurant, they aren't really paid directly by the restaurant. They get their money from tips, at least a lot of the employees do. So, yeah, we're going to have to pay when we go out. That's exactly <laughs> right. More coming up next. We're going to break down some of the tax increases involved in what could be possibly around the corner with this infrastructure package. 11 minutes after 6 a.m. Ed Dean, Roger Henderson, Talk Radio, WBOB. Where are the tie-ups to avoid WBOB traffic? Still early and pretty smooth roads for the most part, but our usual slow traffic around NAS Jacks. Add an extra couple minutes there, and if you see anything, give us a call. 901-SAFE. 
Mostly sunny, hot and humid with a chance of thunderstorms in the afternoon. 91 will be the high. A few clouds tonight and a low of 76. Right now it's 77. The Brandon Groover News Hour, Fridays 5 to 6 on WBOB, has accurately predicted the outcome of the presidential election and the Georgia Senate race. Hear the newsmakers and join in at 831-0600. Friday, the show will put American history into perspective. Brandon will seek to bridge the racial divide with an honest dialogue. Also, why the U.S. is still the best nation on the planet. Tune in Friday 5 to 6 on WBOB. Sponsored by Elite Home Health and Frito-Lay. Nolan Ryan has just pitched his seventh career no-hitter. Hi, I'm Nolan Ryan. This is my wife, Ruth. We drink La Blue bottled water every day. La Blue is the purest, best-tasting water we have found anywhere in the market. Our bodies love La Blue, and yours will, too. If you want to hydrate like a Hall of Famer, ask for La Blue Ultra Pure Bottled Water by name at your favorite retailer. Or go to LaBlue.com to have it delivered to your home, your office, or your church. That's LaBlue, L-E-B-L-E-U.com. Experience positive and encouraging teaching from renowned pastor, Bible teacher, and best-selling author, Dr. David Jeremiah. Reserve your free tickets now to attend An Evening with David Jeremiah for an unforgettable night of enriching Bible study, uplifting fellowship, and powerful worship. Coming to Jacksonville at the ViStar Veterans Memorial Arena on Thursday, October 7th at 7 p.m. You won't want to miss this special one-night-only event. Get your free tickets at davidjeremiah.org tour. Are you having difficulty paying your IRS personal or business taxes due to COVID-19? If you owe a tax debt, there has never been a better time than now to get a resolution. The IRS has rolled out historic tax debt removal guidelines under their Taxpayer Relief Initiative. This COVID-19 program provides opportunities to remove or lessen your tax burden that weren't previously available. The tax attorneys at J. David Tax Law are right here in Jacksonville and are experts at negotiating with the IRS. At J. David Tax Law, only highly experienced tax attorneys will represent you. Never trust your tax situation to anyone that's not local to you. We've helped thousands of Floridians to overcome IRS and sales tax debt. Let us help you. Call J. David Tax Law today for a no-cost consultation at 904-507-4777. That's 904-507-4777. Or go to jdavidtaxlaw.com. Peace of mind is only a click or phone call away. Coming up on the next edition of the Clay Travis and Buck Sexton Show, Senator Rand Paul of Kentucky on everything going on right now in D.C. with the budget, the infrastructure bill, plus the COVID madness that continues to spread across the country. And Clay, we are going to discuss my stand against masks as I roll in as an angry dad to get ready for the big debate on the Clay Travis and Buck Sexton Show. On AM 600 and 101.1 FM, WBOB. Financial issues with Dan Celia at 9 this morning. Now, back to the Ed Dean Radio Show on AM 600 and 101.1 FM, WBOB. Here are some of the top stories we're bringing you this morning. Governor DeSantis' office says the state could defund salaries of district school superintendents and county school board members to mask mandate wearing in schools. New York Governor Andrew Cuomo will resign amid growing pressure to leave or face impeachment over allegations he sexually harassed nearly a dozen women. And eating out is going to cost you more as food companies announce they will be raising their prices for restaurants on items like pork, beef, and chicken. 
Contact the Ed Dean Radio Show on AM 600 WBOB by calling 831-0600, 831-0600, or email ed at wbob.com. AM 600 and 101.1 FM, WBOB. Hey, good morning. Uh, Wednesday, a lot of news to get to. Um, by the way, do you know Jacksonville's going to cash in on some of the um, infrastructure spending? I wouldn't be surprised. We ought to. <laughs> Everybody else They're is. building, or guess what they're do- uh, contributing to? Electric buses. Really? Okay. I've got the clip. All right. <sighs> Just continue to shake my head. Hey, good morning, everybody. <laughs> okay. Hey, it's good to have you on. Hey, Dean, all my right. good friend, Roger Henderson. Stay tuned all the way with you to 9 a.m. It'll be very entertaining as we go with you right here on Talk Radio WBOB. All right, so let's continue on with the uh, the news. Here we go. Here was President Biden. By the way, Mitch McConnell voted for the infrastructure bill. They actually got more votes on this round mm-hmm. after criticizing it for weeks. Mm. So the procedural vote they got, they picked off like seventeen Republicans. Mm-hmm. The vote to pass were they, it, were they got criti- nineteen? Were they criticizing the current version, or they whittled it down and negotiated yes, it? Yes, it down. was the current version, okay. but still the deficit. The Green New Deal. Uh, here, let, uh, let me set it up for you. Okay. Some of this is going to get a little microeconomic, so I'm going to try to clarify some of this. Here was President Biden thanking the Republicans for a bipartisan effort to pass an infrastructure package. I want to thank a group of senators, Democrats and Republicans, for doing what they told me they would do. The uh, death of this legislation was mildly premature, as reported. Well, you know, I could spend this. Remember, you guys had it at 2.3, jacked it down to 1.7. That was the Democrats. Republicans had had it at 500 billion, and then they jacked it up to one point, whatever. Then the Democrats came. I'm so they met in the middle. Okay. So the premature, okay, see, Pat, but you still got to get it through the U.S. House, right? And nothing's going to happen. Sounds like they read the the oh, art of the deal to yeah. the U.S. Senate, right? So nothing's going to happen, <laughs> maybe till August or till September. Here's one of my favorites, Republican uh, senator from Louisiana, John Kennedy, said this is the reason why he voted against the bill. They told us it was a real infrastructure bill. It's not. Only 23% of the bill is real infrastructure. The rest is Green New Deal and welfare. They told us the bill was paid for. It isn't. We're going to have to borrow maybe up to $400 billion to pay for it. They told us there was no tax increases. There are. Uh, my state's going to have to pay $1.3 billion in new taxes on our petrochemical industry. All right. I'll, I'll, let me break that down. That's that's a little, uh, you know, what's the word I'm trying to use here? Uh, you know, we're just, we're parsing the words here. So in other words, they're splitting hairs. Okay, okay. I'll get into that in a second. So what he's, so part of the bill is what he's saying is, is some of this with the welfare, you could maybe call it that. Um, they're bringing high-speed broadband to, quote, under- Deserved communities. Underserved. Underserved, excuse me. Yeah, Under, yeah, underserved. That's right. Under, let me make sure I get that right. Okay, there we go. Underserved. So, which means... If you live out in the boonies, you can't get the internet. Yeah, so we're going to spend all of this amount of money for a market that doesn't even take place. All right? Then they say the, the Green New Deal's carbon dioxide capture, water and sewage d- disposal utilities, all this other stuff out there. This is where it gets a little interesting about the taxes. There's what is called a, the Extensions of Infrastructure and Superfund, the super high. Well, that's the internet. But anyway, so anyway, here's the highlights. Uh, according to some of the analysts that sent me stuff here, they said the Highway Trust Fund, Roger, and transportation-related excise tax 
has been extended. In other words, like the gasoline tax. Okay. So we're extending the taxes all the way through 2028. And some there's one called a chemical superfund excise tax. I think that has to do with chemical products you make in so many states, oil, whatever. I mean, not oil is chemical, but you, mm-hmm. it's involved in that. So I'm breaking this down because it's not a lot that's been explained. The chemical superfund tax rates have been increased on businesses. Customer user fees are extended through 2031 on some of these areas. Uh it, contributions, construction facilities, um, uh, whatever, however you got to pay, it's taxable income. I mean, this is like, you're going to have to get your accountant for all this. This is like saying, I pay an income tax, Raj, mm-hmm. but if I sell something, I got to pay a tax on that. And then if I have over a certain amount, I got to pay a capital gains tax on that. That, that, that's what I'm saying. It's yeah. it's just clustered. Yeah, they they make the taxing of the, of the American people just far too yeah. complicated unnecessarily, and uh, maybe it'll change one day. Rubio and of course Rick Scott voted against it. Here's this is what I'm getting at. What they're talking about is this 3.5 trillion human infrastructure. Now they got to jack it up with trillions of dollars of new taxes. This is what's getting at mm-hmm. with the amount of money that they want to jack up with the 3.5. They want to include the $1.2 trillion that was spent among those tax increases to pay for that, too. Okay. That's where it comes through. Okay. So I didn't want to get too deep in the woods. That's where it's, it's, it's happening as well. Remember the words of the clip we played? Rahm Emanuel can't use the word mandated anymore. Instead, you should be a little bit more PC. It sounds better. Hey, you need to get the shot for a requirement for access. There, He says vaccine mandates can make the difference. Yeah, I would not use the word mandate. If you're going to look at the 40% of the Americans that don't have a vaccine yet. It still has a mandate, though. Right. No, you can call it a requirement. A requirement to participate in the rest of the economy that's opening up. And if you look, the first 60% you can do in mass. The last 40% you got to do strategically based on different sectors of the population. I would not use the word mandate. We're requiring this for X access to the economy. So that's it. So Semantics. Yeah, that's the key word, semantics. Here's one of my favorite from the show, Gutfeld. Greg Gutfeld says, you know, if you've got to bully people into getting the vaccine, what does that say about you? But the idea that you can bully and mock somebody to do something reveals that you actually aren't interested in compliance. It just actually feels good to do that. And if you think that the question over vaccination and non-vaccination is, a, is somehow a marker of IQ, it's not. You can go across the board. Brilliant people and stupid people are on the same side. Bingo. He nailed it out of the ballpark. Townhall.com, Katie Pavlich says, she goes, the media is acting like DeSantis just wants to get rid of masks. She says, no, it's not getting rid of masks. Mm -hmm. He just doesn't want to input and install the mask mandate. Glad that Governor Ron DeSantis is uh, focusing on the fact that the media is reporting that he is banning masks. He is not banning masks. He is banning mandates and allowing people to make their own decisions. And the reason why? It's important to remember how we got to this latest round of panic over masks. Because the CDC just re-implemented masking and the CDC director came out and said, we're re-implementing masking because vaccinated people are infecting vaccinated people and therefore vaccinated people need to wear masks indoors. She didn't say unvaccinated. I think that was a slip of the tongue. No, vaccinated people are getting vaccinated people. I don't think it was a slip of the tongue from Katie. Well, I don't know. Because uh, you have five other people on there, she, yeah. they would have caught her. Yeah, what they're saying, well, maybe they're all, you know, How, folks. I'm, uh, what There's I'm, a lot of confusion about what the masks do. I'll, I'll be honest with that, but everything I'm hearing from the medical people is that the reason they want you to wear a mask 
if you've been vaccinated. They don't want you giving it to someone who's unvaccinated. Can somebody who's vaccinated give it to somebody who's also vaccinated? I've heard of that. I, I'm just saying. I've, I'm, I heard yesterday from one of the top medical people in the country that the answer to that question is no. Okay. Well, I've heard from people who got in the hospital who said yes. Yeah, my we, husband had it and they gave it to me. We need to talk to a doctor. Yeah. Well, we're going to later on. Okay. We're going to do I'm that. I'm glad I thought of that. <laughs> Roger, I love you to death. <laughs> Here we go. Folks, this is not fake. Well, I mean, at least it's being reported this way. The Biden administration, Department of Homeland Security says they're going, in fact, they're keeping it a Trump rule level 42 no actually it's uh what's the name of that um title 42 that basically hey you're coming over with covid we're sending you back okay so here's a clip uh cbs news listen to this the biden administration is increasing border enforcement in the hopes of deterring migration to the u.s the move comes amid a 21-year high of migrant arrests as well as concerns about the rapidly spreading coronavirus delta variant Authorities are now flying Central American migrants deep into Mexico under a Trump-era public health order known as Title 42. I just like the group level 42. Something about you, baby. All right, here we, we go. All the Biden this. administration extended <laughs> Title 42 indefinitely. The efforts are more strict than the Biden administration's original border policy, which previously focused on expanding asylum. All right, let me stop the tape. You know why they're doing this. They're getting slaughtered in the polls. Mm-hmm. Not just among Republicans, independents, and Democrats. And by the way, just to let you know, the amount of those—if you look at the poll numbers—that are angry with the Biden or at the what's going on with the open borders mm-hmm. are outweigh those that are for the open borders. Raj, hmm. think about it for a second. That's interesting. Well, the, you know, people are positive for COVID nineteen or oh, the yeah. Delta variant that you know poses a serious health risk to the American public. And you know, you, you would think that maybe the, the smart minds would think, okay, we need something similar to a leper colony. But if they did that, then they'll probably end up being called concentration camps. Yeah, I mean, when when you got a forty percent, and by the way, that includes independents and Democrats in many of these polls, whether it's from mm-hmm. Fox or CNBC, that says that he's underwater and his numbers haven't gone up; they've actually gone down. Remember the latest CNBC poll that we talked about; his numbers dropped. All over the 10 points almost on the issue of COVID out there. And then when you talk about those that are coming into this country, the thousands that have been released into the rest of the uh, American uh, workplace and into the economy throughout the country, even here in Florida, that have tested positive. We're going to put you on a train. Well, no, we're putting you on a bus in an airplane. Mm-hmm. Um, that ticks off a lot of people out there. So, and, oh, by the way, they can get a lawyer as well for the asylum. Go figure that. U.S. taxpayer funding. That's right. Ed Dean, Roger Henderson, 626 Talk Radio, WBOB. Where are the tie-ups to avoid WBOB traffic? Light traffic on Bay Meadows Road headed east right at 95. You're going to add about four extra minutes. And as always, that's slow traffic around NAS Jacks. Add an extra couple minutes there. And if you see anything, give us a call. 901-SAFE. Mostly sunny, hot and humid with a chance of thunderstorms in the afternoon. 91 will be the high. A few clouds tonight and a low of 76. Right now it's 77. This traffic report is brought to you by J. David Tax Law. When you owe the IRS and can't pay, go to jdavidtaxlaw.com. Peace of mind is only a click or phone call away. 
Protecting your home is a priority, right? It should be the same for your business. Call Sunbelt Gated Access Systems to add that extra layer of customized security today. They use the latest technology specializing in fully automatic swing and slide gate operators, access control, and video surveillance systems. Sunbelt Gated Access Systems has provided top-notch customer service for decades and is your best choice in Northeast Florida and Southeast Georgia. Visit sunbeltsys.com. sunbeltsys.com. You know, if you feel like you're stuck with a healthcare plan that isn't affordable or you simply don't like it, right now is a great time to switch to MediShare. The typical family saves $500 a month when they join MediShare. And what's more, they like it. MediShare has double the customer satisfaction rate compared to the typical health insurance plan. That's double. So you get a massive network of providers to choose from. You get telehealth services. And MediShare is the most trusted name in healthcare sharing. It's been around for more than 25 years, shared more than $4 billion in healthcare bills. Here's why now really is the time to make the switch to you can start saving each month, which is huge, but right now they'll waive your joining fee. So you'll save another $170 right off the bat. But again, it's a limited time offer. You got to call now. And it only takes two minutes to find out how much you'd save by switching. Here's the number 844-55-BIBLE. That's 844-55-BIBLE. 844-55-BIBLE. With the value of the U.S. dollar continuing to slump due to unprecedented money printing, it has never been more important to protect your savings and retirement accounts from inflation. Many hardworking Americans, just like you and I, are turning to a proven method to protect what we work so hard to earn, real gold. You can have real gold delivered privately and securely to your home or have real gold put into your IRA or 401k. Just call Oxford Gold Group right now, 833-928-GOLD. The Oxford Gold Group will teach you everything you want to know about owning real gold. It's a lot easier than you think. Call the Oxford Gold Group now at 833-928-GOLD to get your free precious metals investment guide. Talk to them about getting real gold and silver delivered to your home or about having real gold placed in your IRA or 401k. The Oxford Gold Group is here to help you protect your savings and retirement from the unknown. Call them now, 833-928-GOLD. So what are you waiting for? 833-928-GOLD. Get your gold you can hold from the Oxford Gold Group, 833-928-GOLD. Coming up next, the United Nations this past week came out with a another the, a, a red flag for humanity. That's what they're all calling it. The news media just love it. Some, some would say the hysteria of climate change. We used to call it global warming. In the 70s, it was called global cooling. We'll have this breakdown for you coming up next. And Roger Talk Radio, WBOB. AM 600, 101.1 FM, WBOB. With SRN News, I'm Rich Thomason in Washington. After approving a $1.2 trillion compromise infrastructure bill, the Senate early this morning passed another budget-related bill. This one opens the way for consideration of a $3.5 trillion proposal that the Democrats refer to as a human infrastructure bill that would include things like free pre-K and community college, along with various climate change initiatives. The Taliban continuing to roll up territory in Afghanistan, now in control of most provincial capitals in the country. The Taliban launched its sweeping offensive across Afghanistan as U.S. and other Western troops started to pull out of the country. New York's Lieutenant Governor Kathy Hochul preparing to take the reins of power after Governor Andrew Cuomo announced his resignation in two weeks. More details at srnnews.com. 
WBOB.com. News on WBOB, AM 600 and 101.1 FM. Good morning, I'm Patrick Johnson. JSO needs the community's help in locating a woman believed to be anywhere from 20 to 30 years old after a witness said she may have been kidnapped. A witness telling cops that a woman was reportedly being forced into a vehicle on 103rd Street. The witness added the woman was originally riding in the vehicle, but at some point she got out and walked away. So the witness says a short time later the vehicle approached her. A man exited. That man grabbed the woman and forced her back into the car and sped off. FEMA says that it has received a request from the, quote, state of Florida to get more ventilators, 300 extra to be exact. In Jacksonville Tuesday, Governor DeSantis says he has not heard anything about that. I would honestly doubt that that's true, but I'll look because we have a lot of stuff that we stockpiled over the last year and a half. City of Jacksonville had five new COVID-19 testing and vaccination sites across Duval County as early as the 16th. That's Jacksonville.radio news. Tune in to AM 600 every Saturday morning for the Captain Vic Tyson Still Just Fishing Show, sponsored by Frontline Insurance. Find out where those fish are, what they're biting, and how to get them in the boat. Get the latest fishing info on tides, weather, and new products, and much more from the Sultan of the St. John's, Captain Vic Tyson. Start your weekend right. Tune in to the Captain Vic Tyson Still Just Fishing Show, Saturday mornings from 6 to 8, right here on AM 600 WBOB. Listen online or get the podcast at WBOB.com. Where are the tie-ups to avoid WBOB traffic? Light traffic on Bay Meadows Road headed east right at 95. You're going to add about four extra minutes. And as always, that's slow traffic around NAS Jacks. Add an extra couple minutes there. And if you see anything, give us a call. 901-SAFE. Some clouds today, hot and humid with a chance of rain by the afternoon. 91 are high. This evening, passing clouds with a low of 76 currently 77 degrees. Here's some of the top stories we're bringing you this morning. New York Governor Andrew Cuomo will resign amid growing pressure to leave or face impeachment over alleged allegations he sexually harassed nearly a dozen women. Eating out is going to cost you more as food companies announce they will be raising their prices for restaurants on items like pork, beef, and chicken. And Governor DeSantis' office says the state could defund salaries of district school superintendents and county school board members who mandate mask wearing in schools. Contact the Ed Dean Radio Show on AM 600 WBOB by calling 831-0600, 831-0600, or email ed at wbob.com, AM 600 and 101.1 FM. WBOB. Some of my friends were watching the Mike Lindell Symposium last night. Okay. You know how I can tell they were watching it? Oh, I was getting texts, you know, you turn it on. And, but, you know, no, hold on. I ahead. said, you know how I can tell they were watching it? How do you know? All I heard was laughter. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I would have just checked in, but you had to sign up for an account, and I didn't want to do that. So I was, was I, I could hear it in the background. Alabama! <laughs> 500! It was actually 800,000! And... <laughs> So, I, I, oh, wow. anyway, come on, folks. you got to have a little fun. Yes. Hey, good morning. Ed Dean, Roger Henderson, Talk Radio, WBOB, medical costs. I find this is a very fascinating story. Americans are drowning in medical debt. From 2009 to 2020, medical bills were the largest source of debt in the U.S., a record of $140 billion owed last year. Well, wait a second. Compared to, uh, what, college uh, student loan debt? That's minor. Yeah. That's $1.7 trillion. According to the Journal of the American Medical Association, that only accounts for that what has been sent to debt collection. 
Medical bills, those more than six months overdue, are now the biggest source of personal debt in the United States. A new JAMA study finds medical bills are the largest source of American debt, with a record $140 billion in collections last year, nearly twice the previous estimate. Bills are often higher for people living in a dozen states that chose not to expand eligibility for Medicaid under the Affordable Care Act. All right, let me stop right there. So, Roger, I, I'm all open for how to pay off bills. I think there's a negotiation mm-hmm. you can work out. I know these debt collection agencies, they get paid to collect the debt. Sometimes they'll cut you. A debt, in order, because yo yo, one hundred and eighty bucks, but with interest and stuff, it's they want three hundred bucks, but not only one hundred eighty is what they really wanted for it. They just want to get paid. Okay, I get that, but medical costs have got to be taken care of. Negotiate, negotiate, negotiate. If this even goes to a court of law, the judge will most likely, if they sit back and go, "Your Honor, I'm making the judge at least you're making the effort out there. Something's got to be done about this." But what they're saying is. Well, the reason why, now catch this, folks, the reason why that they're in debt is because these states won't go along with the expansion of Medicaid, which is under Obamacare. The expansion of that. So that's what they're saying. My friends, I'm sorry, but I don't rely on the government to pass a new rule in order to save my rear end because I got into debt because my health insurance didn't cover it. By the way, I think a lot of health insurance agents probably are not properly identifying the policies. Mm -hmm. And then again, many of us are not properly asking the right questions and reading these policies. I get that as well. Then you need to call a lawyer and take him to court. Yeah, I don't think we have a, a health care problem in America. We have a health, you know, pay it, you know, problem in America. And I, I think our, our system is really jacked up. I think Obamacare tried to fix it, but it made it worse. And yeah. I, and um, you know, I just wish someone would ask me how to fix it, and we will. Um, and you, the clip says, I think you should leave it to the states mm-hmm. to fix this problem. Mm-hmm. If the states want to come out and help you out with under certain provisions, I, I'm not in favor of that. Mm-hmm. The bottom line is. You should at least pay something yeah. each month. I, listen, I can tell you stories we've heard from family members way before me and Roger's time. In the 70s and 80s, you know, it may take you three to four years to pay it off. All they want to see is that you're at least paying it off. Yeah, you're trying. Uh, you're yeah. making your best effort. Unlike the credit cards where a lot of it you're going to be paying forever when it comes to the interest rates. Okay? Right. That's why I would say I want to make sure this goes to the principal, not so much to the interest out there. But for the most part, something's got to be done. Is there a silver bullet? Not really. But for those of you listening out there, I'm always love to hear from you on the ideas of if you've got a medical cost or a medical, you know, debt collection agency coming or debt collection agency coming after for your medical bills, something's got to be negotiated. Because mm-hmm. if this thing goes to court, well, I don't want to file for bankruptcy. That's too easy. Don't. What I'm saying is, is negotiate it, and let's see what. So sometimes, even if you go to the court, hey. And by the way, there's government services out there or paid legal services that can help you with some of this as well, Raj. Right, right. You know, I just wish we didn't have the problem in the first place. I don't believe health insurance is is really the way we should be paying for medical care. You know, I like the idea of maybe basing our our medical expenses on the health club model. Just pay a fat monthly a flat monthly fee, and then at a hospital you have access to the doctors, the pharmacy, and everything like right. that. And um, you know, it's all you can eat. Whenever you have a medical problem, you go there. You're a member. And by the way, the the, as Roger says, the Obamacare didn't help things out. When they are mandated, the insurance companies, and they should have never gotten to bed with Obamacare, and then they all wanted to be bailed out. Um, when the insurance companies were told that they had to carry the, quote, 10 essential benefits, this was, for, and by the way, this was a one-size-fit-all. It didn't matter if you were 80 years old. You had to cover, you had to have that, you had to have prenatal care, Roger. Yeah. I'm like, what? Help out Sarah and Abraham. Yeah. So, yeah, that's a good one. And it didn't matter, but you still had to pay for it. You get what I'm saying? 
you still so we they they put all of these mandates mm-hmm. on everything and it hurt employment because employers Correct. were told okay you have 50 employees you have to require it so everybody kept their every employer if they had a larger business would uh, keep it at 50 49 employees and even if they had an, uh, an extra opening needed what they would simply do is hire two part-timers right. instead of one full-time person back but to the point mm-hmm. of the the mandates when you tell the insurance company they got to carry mm-hmm. all of this Listen, they're going to pass it on to somebody. The government's not going to bail them out, so they pass it on to you. Mm-hmm. And by the way, I don't know anybody's cost that went down under Obamacare because your deductibles went through the roof. And your premiums as well. Your premiums as well. New York Governor Cuomo, hold on. Let me get my Stradivarius, in the words of the Three Stooges. <laughs> my violin. He is forced to resign. He says that his actions towards women were misinterpreted by the females. Governor Andrew Cuomo of New York announces his resignation as he stared down the possibility of impeachment after a damning report into sexual harassment allegations against him. The resignation, according to the governor, will be effective in 14 days. Cuomo said, the best way I can help now is if I step aside. That's reporter Pete Smith. How do you go from a year ago to America's governor Mm -hmm. to America's no more governor longer anymore. So anyway, or longer. Here's the point. The sexual allegations, that's got to be proven. The mm-hmm. state attorney says, or the, the attorney general says of the state, it's there. To me, that is not the scandal. The scandal is, what about the nursing homes? What did you do with that? You put them all back in there. But he did not know. And you had politicians oh, he did know. making had... medical decisions. You think he really sent those people into these nursing homes knowing that he was sending them to their deaths? No, I didn't say to the deaths. Okay. He, he admitted, but it, you can, why is it that DeSantis didn't do, and other states didn't do the same thing? They had their own health experts, mm. but he wants to blame on the Trump administration. And then all the... Okay, the well, that's th- ridiculous. Yeah. And, and by the way, why is it that no one wants to scrutinize the hubbub? Listen, New York's cases have gone up mm-hmm. in the meanwhile of COVID because there's more people in New York flying in there. The same thing with Florida based on the numbers as well. You know? So... To me, it's the nursing home scandal. Did he know what he was doing? They sent them back in there mm. knowing that they could have put somewhere else. My thinking was that he thought that they would end up being a bed shortage at the hospitals, so he wanted to keep them out of the hospitals. They already have a somewhat medical facility in the nursing home. He thought that it was equivalent and perfect for elder, elder Wait, people. Wait, with those with COVID, you put them in a nursing home so it would affect other mm. those with pre-existing conditions? Yeah, he wasn't thinking. I don't oh, think that's for sure he wasn't thinking. Yeah. All right. More coming up next. 641 Talk Radio. WBOB. Where are the tie-ups to avoid WBOB traffic? Some light traffic on Butler Boulevard headed east right before San Pablo. You're going to add an extra four minutes and expect traffic to pick up throughout as kids are headed back to school. If you see anything, give us a call. 901-SAFE. 901-SAFE. Some clouds today, hot and humid with a chance of rain by the afternoon. 91 are high. This evening, passing clouds with the lowest 76, currently 77 degrees. Canines for Warriors is ending veteran suicide and returning our warriors to a life of dignity and independence. I deployed for the U.S. Army in 2003. I've been in eight different IED uh, explosions. Uh, I don't know how many gunfights we've been in. Five and a half years of combat. It takes its toll on you. A lot of cumulative experience and trauma. Canines for Warriors pair specially trained service dogs with vets in need. You know, the thing I can tell you about my dog is his eyes have that perfect amount of judgment 
but also that perfect amount of love. And no matter what I do, he just looks at me like I'm either an idiot or I'm the best thing in the world. Uh, He's my cranky old man, and I love him. Your generosity will go right to work to help pair a struggling warrior with a shelter dog trained to help veterans with post-traumatic stress disorder, traumatic brain injury, and or military sexual trauma. Give your best gift today by going to caninesforwarriors.org. Fishing in Florida attracts millions of visitors to our state, supports more than 100,000 jobs, and contributes to $35 billion in our state's water-based economy each year. The future of Florida's fishing industry depends on a healthy Everglades. Protect our fishing. Restore America's Everglades. Learn more at evergladesfoundation.org. You're a facilities director. You're within budget. Life is good. Finally. Then that red light goes off on your pump station. Well, so much for the budget. Get a preventive maintenance program from the pump station pros. Call us. We can help. 904-249-8080. We're Consolidated Utilities. The pump station pros since 1948. 249-8080. That's 904 249 8080. WBOB is talk radio for Northeast Florida and Southeast Georgia. Here are some of the top stories we're bringing you this morning. The Biden administration says they plan on increasing deportations and prosecutions to deter migrants from crossing the U.S. southern border illegally. A recent study finds medical bills were the largest source of debt in the U.S. from 2009 to the year 2020. And on Tuesday, the U.S. Senate passed a $1 trillion infrastructure package. The bill passed by a vote of 69 to 30, with the two Florida U.S. Senators voting no. Contact the Ed Dean Radio Show on AM 600 WBOB by calling 831-0600, 831-0600, or email ed at wbob.com, AM 600 and 101.1 FM. W-B-O-B. All right, uh, let's continue on. Uh, <laughs> Ed Dean, uh, Roger Henderson. I'm just looking at uh, Matt Caldwell is going to join us here in a few seconds. Oh, okay. So uh, I want to play this clip. Here is uh, Matt Caldwell, by the way, former state rep, and he is a uh, Fox Radio news analyst down in southwest Florida. Comes on with us uh, once a week. So here's the clip. You re- Man, listen to this one. Fox News' Peter Ducey reports that the White House is talking to federal lawyers about intervening in states like Florida because the governor won't institute, that's the key word, institute, or put in place a mask-wearing mandate. Here's the clip. The president is also trying to figure out how to get more people vaccinated. I understand that to badger those folks is not likely to get them to move and get vaccinated. Correct. As lawyers looking to see if he can intervene in states that don't enforce mask mandates. We're checking that, We, but there are on federal workforce I can't. The feds were reportedly considering withholding funds from Florida. Obviously, we don't want to hurt the people of Florida. Wow. I mean, Matt, I thought it hurt at all, man, but now they're talking about maybe withholding funds. And let me see if I can get the feds involved to institute a mask-wearing mandate since the governors can't get their act together. That's what he's saying. But he really is off the rails. I mean, you know, last week it was, I don't have any legal authority to, to decide whether people should be evicted, but I'm going to do it anyway. This week it's, 
Well, I know if I tell them that to take a vaccine, they won't like it. But maybe I should make them wear masks. Maybe, maybe that will make people feel better. I mean, it, you just think about the policies are ridiculous in addition to the fact that it's an incredible, incredible power grab. The, the ego trip this guy is on and his administration on is, is just stunning. And I don't, I don't, it's just not good for the country. It, put COVID aside, the kind of things this president is doing now – it, it takes all of the accusations leveled against Trump the last four years and, and makes it real. I mean, this is real. The guy said, I can't legally do it last week with the eviction moratorium, and he did it anyway. It's just mind-blowing where, where we're headed as a country hey, right now with this president. By the way, do you know who would make a great running mate for Charlie Crist for governor? Anthony Fauci. <laughs> he flip-flops too, right? I knew you liked that one. So here we go. Hey, let me bring this bring this up. So... Um, Governor DeSantis has said that if school leaders, school superintendents, and school board members go along with a mandate of mask wearing, that uh, he could suspend their salaries. Here is WESH-TV out of Orlando. The governor doubled down on his commitment to ban mask mandates for kids in schools. His office released a statement saying the State Board of Education could move to withhold the salary of the district superintendent or school board members who violate the law. The law he's referring to is the executive order saying schools can't order kids to wear masks. Parents have the final say. All right, so first off, let's be honest here. I Listen, I'm a huge fan of the governor. I would have called a special session to make this at least a little bit more legally legit. An executive order can be challenged much easier than a state law. I would have done that as a special session. Number two, is there a middle ground for the schools, we all talk about home rule, local control. Um, I mean, the governor gave him some flexibility when to start up schools last year. The mask wearing, I think some of the districts out there, and, and Matt, I'm the first one to admit, these school board people are looking out for themselves when they're running for re-election. I get that. But even some of the schools have said, hey, listen, we're not going to punish the kids if they don't wear a mask. Um, and they can opt out as well. Can there not be a middle ground, or is this just, hey, this is my way, and no one else can go against my, what I, uh, some are calling him the edict. What do you think? Well, I think this is totally wrapped up in politics more than anything else, right? Like the counties that are going against his executive order are all the, the, the big-level Democratic counties in the state of Florida that consistently go for his opponent at, at the statewide level, whoever that ends up being. So I, there's no coincidence in that. And, and when you look at, uh, as you outlined, it is an executive order. Look, the legislature is coming back for committee weeks in, in a couple of weeks. They, they'll all be there. They can gavel in a special session and go ahead and, and put this down in stone uh, while they're there for those couple of days. And I, I think they should seriously consider that. But when it, when it ultimately comes down to the, to the parents and the decisions they get to make, that's where the focus I agree. needs to be. I, I think it's I, – I, look, the, uh, I uh, retweeted an article this morning in the Wall Street Journal about how Hope Scholarships, the Board of Education, authorized Hope Scholarships for anybody that feels like their school district is bullying them at this point about masks. Now, and hold I think on. The, the, hold the on schools are going to end up regretting pushing these kids out of the school. I've got a beef with this, and I'll tell you why. Why do I need, I was asking Roger this, why in the world, and please, if and I know you will explain it, why do I need an excuse to use taxpayer voucher money that I'm paying for to send kids to a private school? Why are Republicans making excuses for a reason why? If you don't like the way things are being done in your local public school, why should I just be able to send them to a private school? Why do I need excuses? 
Well, you, you hit the nail on the head. We should be in a world with education savings account where every public school student, you have a, have a fund, you get to be able to go wherever you want. It's the way we run VPK now, and right. it's the way most okay. people go to college in the state of Florida. But the, the fight with the teachers unions, this goes back 20 years uh, in, in terms of letting students decide where their kids are going to go to school. The Hope Scholarship cracks open that door in a big way. And, and I think that that's really the political calculus that these these folks are missing in Broward County and Alachua County and in these liberal counties. They're going to empower these parents to take their kids right. out of that school system. They're going to lose the control that they are so selfishly desirous of. And, and these kids are going to be beyond right. their reach, learning what they want to learn, what their parents want to learn. Hey, Matt, this is Roger. Uh, what would you say to those who say that, you know, vouchers and giving parents an option to send their kids, even if they can't necessarily afford the private school tuition that rich politicians can, uh, what would you say they're trying to destroy public education? How would you respond to that? Well, it, it is public education because we are guaranteeing an even playing field. I mean, you want to talk about equality. If every single person gets the same uh, 8000 I think it's 8500 a year, uh, then now you all have the exact same opportunity. Again, we already have this system. It's, it's BPK in this, in this state. If you're four years old, the state of Florida pays for you to go to any institution, whether it's a, you know, your public school runs all a right. daycare or a preschool, or if it's a private one, totally up to the parent. Uh, and, and everybody gets right. the same exact opportunity at the public expense. Let me go to another hot-button issue I've covered for years as a reporter, manatee deaths. Uh, you got some of these uh, Republican and Democrats want to move the manatee from threatened to endangered. Threatened means they could be, that's a lighter version. Endangered means all they, you know, federal money comes down. Uh, Extinction. Yeah. So Florida officials say at least 890 manatee deaths in the state. That's 60 more. So so to have a number that high is not uncommon. The state says that is 60 more than Florida's ever tabulated, but we've had high deaths. But they're claiming that, well, it's all this, you know, massive, the uh, the massive die-offs or to heavy algae bloom. You know, whatever. Let me just say this. They're dying because some of them have said there is no food. Let me just tell you, who do you think, or not who, what animal? Do you think eats more seagrass than any other animal? It's the manatee. If there is no more seagrass, it's not the boat engines. It's not people fishing. It's the manatee here, Matt. So now we want to put them on endangered. I would. I love manatees, but I wouldn't do that. Well, listen. They're trying to undo the success story. Everybody is just these, particularly liberal members of our legislatures and our and our local politicians are just obsessed with making. Uh, these virtue signals. Manatees are a success story. When I was in, in school, you know, 30 years ago, I was never going to see a manatee again. Eagles were going to be gone. You know, the dolphins were all going to be dead. We have more of these uh, uh, picturesque animals in right. Florida than we have ever had. The, all of these animals were on the endangered list. They've been moved either to the threatened status or to just fully protected. You don't have to worry about them disappearing because there's so many of them. So what has happened here? There have been huge deaths. They've only had these huge numbers of deaths because there are more manatees now right. than anyone it, has ever seen in living memory. i got to go here. But but remember, it used to be that we need to slow the boating, the boating speeds down. Very few boats killed manatees. We exposed that on this radio show years ago. Number two, manatees die more of natural causes from cold weather. Than anything else. So this is just this is just to they can't win on this issue. We'll see. They died of that again. They act like it's man's fault when it really isn't. 
No, it, it has nothing to do uh, specifically with us and has everything to do with the, the, the population. And, and look, well, do, Nature, do we need but... to come up with a strategy? Yeah, no, we'll come up with a strategy, move some of the population so you don't have too many in one spot. And as you said, once they eat all the seagrass, well, they're starving yeah. to death because there's too okay. many of them in one spot. Why don't we just move the, yeah, just, let's just move the population down to south of uh, West Palm and further south. How about that? I'm happy with that. So, <laughs> hey, uh, Matt Caldwell. <laughs> It's um, good. I just, I, I just find this whole story just fascinating. With I mean, they keep moving the ball to save the manatee crowd and everything else out there. So anyway, all right, Matt Caldwell, uh, radio analyst for Fox News Radio down in Southwest Florida. Good to have you on, bro. Always a pleasure, guys. All right, man. All right. More coming up. Ed Dean, Roger Henderson, six fifty-five. Talk Radio WBOB. Where are the tie-ups to avoid WBOB traffic? Slow traffic on ninety-five headed south. Just past 295. It's from an earlier accident that has those two right lanes blocked. For now, you're just going to add an extra five minutes, but expect it to slow down even more. That's on 95 headed south, right at 295. If you see anything, give us a call. 901 safe. Some clouds today, hot and humid with a chance of rain by the afternoon. 91 are high. This evening, passing clouds with the low of 76, currently 77 degrees. Here's Dan Celia with today's Stewardship Moment. I love the story in 2 Kings in chapter 5, the story of Naaman, a great man. He had leprosy and he desperately wanted to be healed. He was eventually led to Elisha. When Elisha told him what he needed to do, he became very angry. He just wanted to be healed instantly. Sound familiar? Then in verse 13, his servant came to him and said, My father, if the prophet had told you to do something great, would you not have done it? How much more then when he says to you, wash and be clean? Listen, when God wants us to do a great work in our life, we need to just listen and obey regardless of how he wants us to achieve it. You've just heard a stewardship moment with Dan Celia of Financial Issues Ministry, helping you plan, give, and invest wisely. For more information, log on to financialissues.org. That's financialissues.org. Satisfy your comfort food desires at Hangar Bay Cafe, 2294 Mayport Road. From Florida's best fried chicken to ramen and more, Hangar Bay Cafe is open seven days a week. Dine in or order online at hangarbaycafe.com for pickup or DoorDash delivery. Support your local veteran-owned restaurant through these challenging times. You're always welcome at Hangar Bay Cafe, 2294 Mayport Road. For pickup and DoorDash delivery, visit hangarbaycafe.com. Make someone's day with a little help from Kuhn Flowers. Fresh flowers have a way of adding that extra bit of beauty to your home. They're also a great way to brighten someone's day. And what better way is there to show someone just how much you care than with a fresh bouquet of flowers? One thing's for sure, when you order flowers from Kuhn Flowers, you're going to get the brightest, most colorful, professionally arranged, long-lasting floral arrangements available. Call Kuhn Flowers today at 398-8601. That's 398-8601. Or you can shop online anytime at kuhnflowers.com. Kuhn Flowers, making memories since 1947. This is Bill Gunderson, professional money manager and host of the Best Stocks Now show. I've been a professional money manager for the last 22 years. I write a weekly newsletter called Best Stocks Now. If you'd like to get a free sample, you can go to GundersonCapital.com. Make sure to tune in to Best Stocks Now on this station. Tune in to Best Stocks Now with Bill Gunderson every Saturday afternoon at 2 here on WBOB. And Monday through Fridays at 11 a.m. on our sister station, Talk 100.3. 
Contact the Ed Dean Radio Show on AM 600 WBOB by calling 831-0600, 831-0600, or email ed at wbob.com, AM 600 and 101.1 FM. WBOB. All right, so uh, we got a lot of news to uh, continue to get to. Jacksonville is going to cash in a little bit. It's going to be hundreds of thousands, a couple of million, not a lot, on the infrastructure bill. But guess where the money's going to? Way to, oh my word, electric buses. Wow, we're going to waste money on electric buses. They're not even really out there, but well, I'm sorry, we're, we're doing research on it. <sighs> Wait till I got the clip for you coming up in just a little bit. 904 831 0600. Governor Cuomo couldn't happen to a better guy. Going to resign. Got 13 days to do it. And he still got criminal prosecution that could have come around his way as well. And the infrastructure bill passed. And the president thanks Mitch McConnell. Because McConnell voted in favor of it. Again, the deficit, Green New Deal, and you're going to have to raise taxes to pay for it. We'll have all of this coming up next. Ed Dean, Roger Henderson, Talk Radio, WBOB. AM 600 WBOB Jacksonville, 101.1 FM W266CX Fruitco. Talk Radio.